0: Checkity check, 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 robot and the bear. Keep going,
1: dude.
0: Check, 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 robot and the bear. Boom, 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 Robot and the bear. I've been waiting for, you know, um Go Nakamura to work on our fucking theme song, but apparently, um, you know, it's kind of tough to coordinate with people. And so, I'm the I'm the, the musical talent now.
2: I, cool. I, I think <laughs> if you just recorded you for 30 seconds doing that, it would be a great theme song. Oh, thank you. Well, thank you, Doug. As Tope. long as there's like three or four people, when you're
3: done, like you all
4: laugh.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, even to let them know that I'm not really actually...
3: Well, you know what they say about people that are good at one thing creatively is often they're good at other things creatively.
0: Mm, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> unless, you know, I've just been lying to myself this entire time about so the painter thing.
1: Is this Wi Fi really slow here or am I doing something wrong?
2: Um, in this room it
1: is. Oh, okay.
2: You can change it to the, the 2.0. Uh
1: uh-huh. Yeah, it's so slow, it's not even, uh, I can't even open YouTube.
2: Try the master control 2.0. We're
3: going to end up moving to another room after all the setup.
0: Uh, that would be, yeah. You know, you
4: know, at imagine. least, you
0: know, you don't have mic stands, so like that makes it, uh, you know, a little bit.
2: So the signal will be better, but the speed will be slower. testing one two, two,
1: two one all right we, it's possible we're live this whole time what? Uh, <laughs> it's possible we're bear. live this whole time Robot. And but, uh, b- b- it's, b- b- bear. it's been so slow bear, bear, i haven't bear, been able to bear. open our uh, to open a page even you mean people can hear us oh yeah we are live
0: oh okay robot there and the bear
1: here we go <laughs> okay we're Luke, officially beginning go. right now yep we're live all right, all right. how so you doing Luke? Go, Luke. hey eric how you doing good man yeah. So where are we this time?
0: Um, well, tonight we are here with Dove Kilmer and Sergio Marks, the, c- my co-curators of the Let's Eat show, opening this weekend at Giant Robot 2. Yay. Yay. Hello. <laughs> yeah. so, so
1: we are recording live, so we are streaming live too, so you, some of your friends may watch or they may not, but yeah. just so thought did, you should know. Did the Wi-Fi work? Uh, yeah. Okay. Finally. Okay. Yeah, 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 it did. Cool.
0: So, you know, this is great because, you know, we're actually, you know, like no one can really see this because, you know, we're not going to really show it off. But this happens to be the room that inspired me to do the a food-themed show because Sarah, Joan Dove, you guys collect, well, maybe it's a Sarah Joe, I'm, I'm not really sure, um, collect food-themed artwork. Or you at least yeah. have it. Uh, displayed in the kitchen, which is like the ideal place for food-themed art.
2: I used to buy her food-themed art and say, hey, do you like this? Hey, do you like this? And then she'd say yes, and then I'd get it. And then now when I say, hey, do you like this? She's like, yeah, but don't get me anything. I don't <laughs> want anything. I want to have nothing. I want to go live in a hut on a mountain. I want to own nothing.
3: Oof. Yeah, well, collecting is... A situation.
0: <laughs> 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 uh, I am l- constantly living a situation. <laughs> so, But let's start off with our top fives.
1: Yeah. Go ahead first. All right. Because I didn't write one down.
0: Oh, you didn't bring. Oh, you're unprepared Eric Nakamura. Well, what what our no. top
2: fives? I thought our top fives oh. are what we're going to discuss the whole show. No, okay. no,
0: no. I'm freestyling just, it. Yeah. We, we, we just kind of started off this way. Because, like, you know, in, in case you aren't familiar, um, Giant Robot Magazine used to have a top ten... Mm-hmm. Um in the beginning of the magazine, where um specifically Eric and martin uh were who the co- um owner and one of the editors, i guess right you know um would like have a list of like things that you know and we're just kind of carrying it on for the show cool. so um my top five um i'll start off with the invader zim enter the floorpus uh, just started streaming on Netflix. I was a big Invader Zim fan back in the day. I was a big, you know... Wait, that's
1: a video game, correct?
0: No, it's an animated series created Wait,
1: by... Uh, I was thinking Earthworm Jim. No, no Invader, <laughs> oh, <Zim>. no. <laughs> no, Invader Zim.
0: No, Invader Zim. Um, created oh. by Yonan Vasquez, the creator of oh. Johnny the Homicidal Maniac, and yeah. all these other things. And it's that kind of... twisted. Yeah, oh, it's great. John,
2: the f- Johnny the Homicidal Maniac, like, when, when I read that, like... Until I, I met Yonin Vasquez, like I actually questioned like his like morality. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I was like the person who was writing this. Like I, it, and I kept reading though; it was good. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> it was it was a great
0: comic, and Invader <laughs> Zoom kind of ended in a really weird way. And it's funny because they kind of point out like how it just kind of ended in this weird way, and like like, like ten years later, it's suddenly you know back again. Ooh. Um, well, good
2: for him. And good for him for getting a show. It's like always a dream come true for artists to be able to... I don't know if it's a big cash-in, but at least get some notoriety. and.
0: Well, it would have been a cash-in if he did a Johnny the Homicidal Maniac animation, mm-hmm. you know, which is impossible because of just how over-the-top violent it is. But I Invaders... Think, I
2: think in today's market, like with streaming... You could make something like that, that right. is, you know adult swim uh, you know adult oriented oh yeah,
0: yeah, well, I mean, like like say, um there was that one prison um animation um, um animation on adult adult swim, and like that just had tons of exploding people in it, <laughs> 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 but um okay, um, uh, my number two is great big stories cicada thirty three zero one um story, in case you're not familiar cicada thirty three zero one is this weird puzzle. Thing that came up on the internet in 2012. And, like, the, are you guys have you guys heard of Cicada 3301? I don't know what you're talking I about. I know what
1: Little Big Stories is, I think. That's yeah. a video series. It's, yeah. like, two minutes long. I yeah. feel old. Right? Yeah, yeah.
0: So, um, well, yeah, those, uh, Great Big Stories do these little two-minute, three-minute stories, but they did this four-part story with each story is 30 minutes long discussing Cicada 3301. You'd find it interesting, Dove, I think, because it's, like, these weird... Kind of internet-driven post, uh, like you know, puzzles, where they would like give a clue and like the cl- you know, they would they'll take the image file with the clue and they'd have to like dissect the code and find like you know the pieces of the puzzle inside the text of the image. I uh, you know. And this just, sounds like, complicated. It's really complicated. Yeah. And like they've done three puzzles so far. The third puzzle was created in two thousand fourteen. It still hasn't been solved. You know, so. Wow.
1: Who knows the answer?
0: Um, I don't. I'm not smart enough I mean, for that.
1: I mean, who's the creator of the puzzle?
0: Um, they don't know. What? Nobody knows who created the puzzle. <laughs> sounds um, like a movie. Not yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, they did this documentary, four-part documentary, kind of like. T- about a puzzle? About the puzzle, and it's the people who are trying to solve it, and people who joined the group, you know. Bec- um, like, the first one was solved by a 15-year-old, like, kind of oh. computer tech uh, kid so yeah uh, i i recommend watching it um my number four is a youtube website that i've been enjoying lately called atrocity guide and um they it's not as like grotesque as the name might imply like they do stuff like on alternate rea- alternative reality games and then like weird phenomenon like um have you heard of nasubi no Nasubi was a Japanese – apparently it was, like, a Japanese reality show where, like, they took a guy and they locked him in a room and with a big stack of, um, like – Porno? No. uh, Things that you, like, submit for contests.
1: Oh, I heard of this. Yeah, and they had
0: the – and and it was life-fed and, like, Mm. they – Took all his clothes. He was naked for most of the sh- the show, and he was just filling out these things. And then, like the cra- show creators, kind of realized, like, oh, this guy needs to eat. So we need to. So they gave him like a little bit of food until he started winning food from the contests. And like they locked him in there for like, I think a couple of, like, a couple of years. And it then like you know after he had won like because his goal was to win so much money's worth of prizes, um, after that they. Gave him a prize where he wasn't went to Korea, you know. For the pr- and then they did that to him again, or they locked him into it. they they put him in a room and like you know took did, everything away from him. Did he
2: consent to this?
0: Yeah. Okay. The, according uh, from my understand, the doors or uh, when I say locked him into a room, he was never actually locked in. He could have left the room whenever he wanted to.
1: This is like a contest, right? Like a yeah. TV reality contest yeah. thing. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and at the it's very like endurance. You know? at,
0: yeah, and at the yeah. very end. Like, you know, they brought him back to Japan, they put him into another room, you know, (laughs) and then when, like, they, I mean, like, I'm kind of spoiling it, but, like, they, when, uh, immediately he got into the routine of taking his clothes off, and then he got, like, wearing clothes got really irritating to him, and then when he got, he sat down with a pile of things, and then the walls all collapsed to reveal that he was in front of a huge studio audience, you know, and he totally freaked out, and it's just, yeah. Atrocity Guide. Wow. I think so it's called
1: Atrocity, Atrocity Guide? Atro- Atrocity
0: like? Guide is the channel on YouTube. Oh, and okay. And, like, they have a ton of stories but, like that. But that's
1: that's a re- – so this is, like, years old. It's, like, more than 10 years old, right, of yeah. doing this? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But, like, they just kind of bring up, like, these oh. weird internet phenomenon things. And they do, gotcha. like – They have, like, a bunch of articles on alternative reality games, like, where, you know – the game will, like, send you faxes and send you mail and make phone calls to you and try and, like, immerse you into this, quote-unquote, alternative reality stuff. And it's, you know...
2: So what have we learned from Luke's five things? He likes some fucked-up shit. We man.
3: don't know what's happening outside <laughs> of our house.
0: Well, you've only I've only listed three things. Um, my fourth thing... Let's see what the fourth is. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know what the fourth thing is. I, I haven't, like... You know,
2: know be consistent just think of the most fucked up thing that comes <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know like nothing not much is really not, not, not much has really happened, but like you know, I guess I, I've been thinking about it and I, I just don't have my number four, but my number five
4: <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> that's so weird <laughs> <laughs> which is the,
0: which outweighs everything else on this list really is wow. let's eat yes the show Was you know, let, which, wasn't
1: let, let's eat the first one What? Wasn't Let's Eat already the first one? I thought you mentioned it already. No. Oh, is no, it during our No, intro? I mentioned Invader uh, yeah, Zim. Yeah, during our Yeah, okay. And then... Uh, so Let's Eat.
0: You know, let's Eat. That's yeah, my number one, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah. What about you, Eric?
1: Okay, my turn. Um, I just kind of wrote it while you were mentioning <laughs> I totally forgot. So the top five is something I keep forgetting about every week. Um, number That's one... idea, man. I know. I'm sorry. Number one, uh, I've been wa- I enjoy the show Succession. Oh. It, it's it's uh, on HBO... Uh, I don't even know who it stars, man. It's like Brian Brian Park. Cox, yeah, Brian Cox, right? He's like an eighty year old man who's basically oh, like a billionaire. He's like Rupert Murdoch, and he's a fucked up family, and they're all trying to like the young kids are trying to succeed him, be a successor, and the whole show's kind of about that. But then uh, they're just not talented. That was kind of the problem. Mm.
2: <laughs> I keep seeing the, yeah. the commercials for it. I love it, and then I just mm. say no. Not yeah, gonna, not going to commit. I just like yeah. it because
1: how fucked up everybody is. Yeah. And mm. it's, I mean, I'm. Wa- I'm Enjoying their misery, you know? Yes. Yeah, I think I do that sometimes. Oh, that's what? Not um, every time, but yeah. um. Uh, Number two, uh, enamel market and patches and pin expo in Santa Ana.
0: Oh, there was another one? (laughs) Yeah,
1: back to back. (laughs) We did them both. (laughs) Whoa. Yeah, so, okay, enamel market was at Pasadena Convention Center. Uh, Smaller, I guess it was the first time there, so it's kind of wasn't a big event. Mm. Um, But it was, uh, you know people with pins, and a lot of them, but actually not that many. Like, D- mm. Did you do the show? I did. Oh. I was like, what the heck? And had you done the show in never 3D did. Retro's no. parking lot? No, before? never even okay. seen it, even know about it, never <laughs> heard of it. So I, I only heard about this one. <laughs> Figures. And yeah, I didn't know. And then I was like, oh, and then uh, Lofa, our friend Lofa f- from Hawaii, <laughs> I was in town, and uh, he was saying, well, I'll do it if you do it. And I was like, well, I'm not going to do it if you don't do it. So he decided to do it. So I was like, okay, I'm doing it. So you, know, you did was, it. Well, because he visited, uh, yeah, so I did it. But he, he was visiting L.A. like on vacation uh, to go to like Disneyland and whatnot with his wife and uh, wife's cousin. And, you know, he figured, hey, how about one day I'll vend and try to make a little bit of money. And uh, so I decided to join him and uh, did that.
0: Was it better than, was it bigger? Or was it? It's not by it's the small. same people.
1: No, it's a small event, uh, but it's the same 3D retro parking lot guy, evidently. It's Kevin. Uh, Kevin. Yeah. And Manny, I think. I don't know who Manny is. But is yeah, special ed toys. Yeah, special ed toys. But yeah. So no, that was there or he, that was the boot, a boot there. So they are small, did it though. Uh, and then all of a sudden so I was like, but how'd you do with the show? Oh, we did. Okay. Yeah. I mean, not great. You did know, you do it again. I would. I mean, I'm not expecting a tremendous amount, so it's okay. And then the next this week, this is uh, uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> two mics, yeah. Du- dual mics. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the week after, uh, which was on Saturday, Patches and Pin Expo in Sa- uh, Santa Ana it was an outdoor what, event so which patches is free. and pins
0: is not associated with enamel market, enamel market. no
1: okay. and then there's also a pins and patches san diego which is yet another group and they're i guess they're all somewhat competing with each other but it just seems like the patches and pins expo is the largest you know like the larger group cuz they actually from what i understand i think maybe 10,000 people went to that supposedly mm-hmm. but it was outdoors free and it was like a music thing too, but mostly supposed to be patches and pins. So you, you did that one too? Actually, well, I worked in the store, but I didn't go, but someone else went for us. And how was that? And uh, did better. Better than the week before. Wow. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, but again, it's free outdoors. Um, you know Summer's I mean?
4: the
0: season for you patches and of, pins. You have a lot of people.
1: Well, they're, you know, they're not, it's just, it's a weird, it's a subset of a subset. You know what I mean? A niche of a niche. Yeah, exactly. It's like that. So it, mm. it But it, it exists, so we do it. Uh, and then there's more. There's more upcoming. There's a patches and wait, yeah, patches in Pin Expo in San Diego coming up, like in the next month. Are you going to it? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I'm having these are kind of fun. <laughs> the whole thing is, um, it's one of those events where you can carry everything from one trip from your car to the table because pins are so small, and then yeah. you can like pack it up and do the same thing, you know, and leave. Right. You can leave within 15 minutes of you like finishing the, the event. Right. And that's kind of amazing. I'm not used to that. I'm used to like. An two hours of packing up, you know, and I hate it. We know all about that. Yeah. So this is like a thing where you can like uh, set up in like, you know, less than 30 minutes and pack up in less than 30. Mm. Yeah. Cool. So I like it for that reason. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, uh, Black Mirror started, you know, the TV show about serial killers. And I guess the formation of, is it the FBI serial killer kind of task force? I don't know what you call it. It's kind of like a modern day
2: Twilight Zone, right? Ah. I mean, no. all the st- all the stories kind of have like a twist. Oh, am I wrong?
1: Is it called Black Mirror? I'm sorry. It's um, what is it called? It's the it's the other one. It's the, it's the serial killer one. Yeah, the, Black Mirror. Not Black Mirror. Yeah,
4: yeah, it's not Black
2: Mirror. What's it called? Uh, Black Mirror is the one with the dude and the pig. Yeah, sorry, yeah, listeners. That's the only
4: that's one of the <laughs> few actually <laughs> my episodes. Bad. My bad. What, that.
1: Is it? what is that show called? It just started. How can this be one of your things? You don't even know what it's called. <laughs> oh, I thought it was called Black Mirror the whole time. There is a Black Mirror. I know, but there I don't watch that. Uh,
0: it's, yeah. I, 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 I try watching Black Mirror and it's tough.
4: Oh,
2: I, I had to stop. I just got so depressed. Like, yeah. what's going to happen this next episode? Oh, I'm going to have to kill myself
1: now. I better Oh, stop I'm sorry. It's called Mindhunters. Stupid. Yeah, it's Mind called Mindhunters. Mind my bad. I saw that on Netflix. I didn't watch it. Though. Yeah, so I don't know. I had fun with that and that just started. It's a lot of fun. Mm,
0: so you know what? check it out? That just got me thinking of what my potential number two could have been because I watched mm. it like. Wait.
3: You're number four.
0: Number four. <laughs> It was the glass-blowing one, though, on Netflix. <laughs> I, I literally sat down and watched all 10 episodes in one I'm not going to
2: lie. I, I saw the trailer for it, and I was like, I could get into this.
1: <laughs> Wait, someone else told me about this. Yeah, I,
0: I watched all 10 Is episodes yesterday. I
1: mean, yeah, I, I thought it was cool. You know, I mean,
0: like, I didn't think it was like... It's about glowing, blowing glass. Blowing right? glass, but they don't really... I, I would like to, for them to have gone into the technicalities of blowing glass,
3: I'll save something for season two, I guess. Yeah,
0: you know, please. <laughs> like, you know, like, like I don't know. Anyway, sorry for interrupting. No, it's
3: okay.
1: Uh, wanted to mention, see, uh, I turned 50. Five zero. Uh. After making fun of Patrick, um, what, like five <laughs> episodes ago or more, Patrick from Monkey King, he turned 50 and I just made fun of him the whole time. Well, little did he know I was turning 52 or 50 also. And, uh, (laughs) anyway, so, um, yeah, the whole time I made fun of them and I didn't know only a few people knew that that was, that was coming up for me as well. Mm. Yeah. How does it feel? Uh, same. Like, like I was, as if I was 49 (laughs) (laughs) or 48. So it didn't matter. But the fun part was, uh, because I, I don't treat it any different. So I just work at the shop or the gallery Mm -hmm. and I'm doing the normal work. It's like my own birthday and a lot of people don't know Mm -hmm. and it doesn't really matter. So only way they find out is from Facebook. And then it turns out, well, like on the weekend, I worked both days. Uh, and then um, people came in and said, happy birthday. Brought me Donut Man. Uh, you no, know, Donut Man, all the way from Alhambra? Glendora. Glendora? Yeah. I got some Donut Man peach and strawberry donuts. They're both in season at the same time. What? Uh, yeah, for this week. <laughs> and it's, so, I think this Someone
2: must a, really love you. Yeah. 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 and then uh, That's oh, yeah.
1: like a two-hour drive there. And it's back. a long one. Uh, and then so I got that. And then uh, a lot of artists and friends came because they were dropping off art for Let's Eat. So it kind of worked out really well And then uh, All of a sudden Dev Patel You know who that is? Mm -hmm. Slumdog millionaire dude And uh, Lion And the actor, right? Uh, He comes in And Cool guy And it was like Right toward the end When, you know, like We were eating donuts And This was on your actual birthday? Well, it was was a couple days later Because it's the weekend But like We were all sugared up From eating all these donuts And then he walks in And he was like Super nice And uh, hung out with us For a little while Did Ah. he buy any art? No was uh. all it was all basically sold anyway but uh mm. <laughs> but yeah he was a cool guy and uh i'm a i am usually leave these celebrity people alone but i i'm a f- i like him and he's not like a giant celebrity but in in my world i guess he's huge right mm. asian American land or whatever he's a big guy, so sure anyway, I interviewed him or I didn't do it Martin interviewed him a long time ago for giant robot right. which you know twelve years ago he doesn't remember <laughs> uh. but a really cool guy anyway, so I thought that was really awesome yeah I, usually i don't I can care less nice. about these celebrity folks, but he was cool.
4: Nice. Yeah, really
1: good guy. Awesome. So, there you go. That was uh, birthday 50. I think that was, um, shoot, that ends up being four things. Oh, number five, <laughs> another TV thing. There's a lot of TV going on. Yeah. I'm watching the Little League World Series, and I love it. I don't know why. I used to play baseball as a kid, but, I mean, I don't little know. It's fun League to World watch. Series. It's kind of amazing to watch these little shits play really smart baseball. <laughs> Like, they're really smart. Like, I'm watching it going, wow. Like, super aware at that age when I played, I'll, I had no idea. Like, I did not understand the game at the levels that these little shits are playing at. And, and this is the American Little League World Series? Well, the World Series is worldwide. but Because doesn't, like, the, whoever wins... Uh, it basically, it's the world against America, right? So there's an American half and then the international half. And they play each other. So the Americans have more chance. I, I
2: thought the American kids always went and played Taiwan.
1: Like, oh, no, no, no. There's like a – it can be like Europe. They all battle uh, – the internationals Earth. battle each other for the right to play the best American team. So right. it's kind of unfair uh-huh. in a way, right? <laughs> the Americans always – there's always an American team in the finals no matter what. And you know, how do they normally fare? Uh, I mean is it warranted that the American team always gets – th- uh, The American teams are pretty strong. I mean, know. Do they win often? yeah they won last year, for example, the whole team from Hawaii won nice yeah,
4: well, if and there's
0: uh, a cricket world championship, you know we would all be like playing each other just a chance to play the best Indian you know cricket team or something like that Do the
1: same would happen with a yeah like yeah. was it uh badminton and stuff it would be all like playing against an Asian team,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. or a ping pong like yeah. you know everyone would like be the world would play against each other just to play the best Chinese, you yeah. know, ping pong games. You know, yeah. so.
1: Or just or just math. Was this actually <laughs> we would just take it. Sorry, Luke, me and you we'll take it. <laughs> yes. Is this actually
2: what your listeners like want to hear about? Yeah. They yeah. Love it. Yeah, they love it. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm Just, <kidding>. just <laughs> checking so I know we're, what to we're, talk we're about. We're force feeding them. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> anyways
1: that that's somehow that's five. But uh yes yeah, very TV influenced, unfortunately. Yeah. It usually ends up being, yeah, we should get out more and we can talk about (laughs) things outside.
0: You have a lot more things happening in your life than I do. I just like, I, you know, I was about to tweet out like this week that like I spent three days like sitting in my apartment, sleeping till I woke up, you know, like naturally, like my body says, like get up. I sleep till I wake up too. And then spending the entire day from when I got up, all the way until I go to bed watching YouTube videos.
1: Oh my God. <laughs> what? Jewel.
0: And wow. That oh is. What that, a life. You know what that's called? That's called living the fucking dream.
1: Mm. Wow. <laughs> I think that's also called sloth. I was going to say, I was <laughs> thinking the same thing, yeah.
3: sloth.
0: No way, man. It's was, it was decadent.
1: Hey, Anyways. All right. Your turns for your fives.
3: All right. I wrote down five things. Oh,
1: good for you because I didn't.
3: I did my homework. Um, so my first thing is, so we have two children. Um, one is going to start kindergarten soon and the other one just started preschool. So my number one thing is that I get to drop off a child at school. I just had to drop her off there and she's like, bye. See you in a few hours. Wait,
1: the first day of school. This is the first day of school.
3: She just started school. Uh, Did I not explain that properly? Well,
2: For those of you who don't have kids and for these to people who are staring at us like, what the hell are like, you talking I about? Feel, I feel like so I grew another head. When, <laughs> when you have a kid, and before they get into school where someone is looking after you them. You just have to be with them all the time. From like 9 to like 3 o'clock, they're with you all the time. And so you try to take a shower, and they're staring at you. And you take a shit, and they're staring at you.
3: You don't even get to watch one YouTube video. <laughs> Not even one.
2: And so the idea that two kids will both be in school for like five or six hours a day is is kind of amazing. Wow. For those who don't understand about having kids. Uh, I'm not advocating for you to have kids. I'm just saying if you don't understand, like it's a pain in the ass. Did they, did
3: they
1: cry the first day? Like when you dropped them off, was there crying?
3: Mine don't cry, but some Whoa. do. Some do. Anyway, that's my number one thing. Um, wow. Congrats, actually. Nice. Yes. Yeah. It's finally it's, come. Yeah, it's a big deal. I've actually been thinking about that moment since I saw the the pee stick turn pink. Whoa. <laughs> I was like, all right, Whoa. in three years, I'm going to be okay. So, do you keep the pee stick? Well, it. It deactivates, but I do have a picture of it
1: on my phone. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if you frame it because you guys have so much stuff framed and like displayed. No. I wasn't sure if that stays.
2: That would be weird. Oh, okay. <laughs> or it would be art.
3: I don't, we don't know. We actually don't judge what is weird or art.
1: Mm. Okay. Um, okay, So I wasn't sure if people would keep that thing, but okay. I guess not.
3: So something else that I really am enjoying lately is, uh, so I spend a lot of time uh, sourcing food for the family. Like, I go to the farmer's market on Monday and, like, I order meat in the mail frozen. Like, I do wow. a lot of stuff so that there's always, like, healthy, fresh food here. And one of my favorite things is when food just appears magically and I had nothing to do with it. And it actually happened today because I was given a chicken sandwich that oh. I didn't ask for. Wow. Just disappeared <laughs> magically a chicken sandwich recently I, I stayed at my mom's house overnight which you know it was actually a really enjoyable experience and one of the reasons that I enjoyed it so much was that food just magically appeared she was like I made you a salad or would you like a beer or whatever and I was like wow <laughs> stuff's just happening it's so cool
2: It's so—it's funny how your standard for that food like goes like way lower. Like usually you're you're used to a certain standard of food, and if someone makes it for you, you don't have to do anything. Like you will totally settle for like cardboard pizza. Like, yeah.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) uh, Also, I started doing hot yoga. Oh wow! Yeah, I had a babysitter one night, and uh, my date canceled on me. Not Dove. Um, <laughs> and I had to figure out some reason to leave the house, and I couldn't think of anything besides go to a movie or eat. And I was like, I don't want to do those things. So I went to hot yoga, and I've been going two or three times a week. And I was told by a Trader Joe's employee that my skin looks really good. Oh, cool! Yeah. Nice. So I'm feeling good about that. Is that, that Bikram,
1: That's right. Bikram yoga? Is that what that is? Yes,
3: yeah, so although the, they uh, don't uh, call it a bunch of time, a bunch of different ones. I, I'm not by no means an expert at this, but the He's got a chain of them. but Bikram started hot yoga and from what i understand it was very strict mm. and you were like locked in the room and you do it on carpet you're not allowed to drink water if you're late you can't come in there was like a whole wow. thing about it but this place is pretty cool um you could be late and drink water you can be a little late i mean there might not be a space for you which right. would be a bummer um but it's called Urban. It's on La Brea. It's Mm. across the street from uh, Pink's, Mm. and it's a great spot. And where the
0: Aaron Brothers used to be.
3: Yeah, uh, next to the Aaron Brothers.
2: Tell everyone how hot it
3: is. It's a hundred degrees. It's a hundred degrees. So, um, what? One thing I really like about it is that you can only think about doing it while you're doing it. You can't think about anything else because you're in a hundred degree room, and your sweat your sweat is just dripping onto the ground. Right and all you can think about is like i'm doing this right now you can't think about making dinner or picking up a kid or just like in this moment Mm. and i've actually cried several times during the class because it's so moving to just be in that moment And i didn't think this was something i would ever like but i tried it and i liked it that's great yeah thank you um stranger things so everyone's talking about tv and i know everyone wants stranger things and whatever but like we have kids and it takes us a really long time to (laughs) get through anything and so but but i really enjoy when we turn on the tv and we watch a stranger things like i get really excited about it Mm. and i really smile during it and dove's kind of poo-pooing it right now he's like oh this is stupid why is this stuff happening to these kids again and i'm just like shh (laughs) i like it
0: are yeah. you on season two now? Whatever
3: so is the three. most recent season. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Have <laughs> you finished season three yet? No, we're not oh. quite finished because
3: <laughs> we interrupted and we started watching Smilf again, which is an excellent show. And Rosie O'Donnell should win all the prizes. Smilf? Smilf. It's about a single mother. Um, um, wow. And, and she's the single mother?
4: No. Oh.
3: The single mother <laughs> is, I oh, that. we're going to forget her name. Oh, but she's so good. And she wrote the show and made the show and it was based on a short film she made.
2: Mm. I mean, she's fantastic and she's like so like self-deprecating. I mean, she's got no problem just like falling downstairs or falling out of a car or just making herself look like an idiot, just puking. And it's just, it's really, and the the one, Frankie Shaw. Frankie Shaw. There's one episode in particular uh, with Kevin Bacon and the whole episode is just this fantasy and she's, just fantasizing about being fingered by Kevin Bacon and wow. then Kevin Bacon <laughs> is in the episode <laughs> like making out with her it's like it was probably a dream come true for her
3: Frankie Shaw not Rosie O'Donnell oh. Rosie
2: O'Donnell's the mom yeah, and she's fantastic and she's fantastic so, 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 so what channel is that on
3: it's on Showtime okay I yeah. don't
0: have Showtime
3: but you have the internet YouTube
0: oh yeah yeah
3: I'm sure you could find Smilf. it uh, Smilf Smilf it's excellent
0: what is Smilf is it a- is Smilf an acronym
3: well, it's. Single it, Mother was ILF. I'd like to fuck. Oh.
0: But in the oh, second. Like MILF. Yeah, MILF,
3: but in well, the yeah. second season, uh, they, they, they changed, changed the name every episode. So the SMILF stands for something different, and oh, that's, that's what cool. they named each episode. And it's, it's quite clever. See,
0: so you may not realize this, but, like, uh, you know, since you guys are, like, all in relationships and stuff, but, like, on like the internet dating world like there's a lot of weird acronyms you know INSP blah 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 you know yeah, inter- we don't and know that, what that and, is and so I'm just like I'm so like I should have read MILF you know that's why I was trying not
1: to say it the whole time because I was like that's eh, obvious
0: but like I totally I'm, okay. s- I'm I'm so lost in the acronym game
3: anyways anyway and so then my last thing would of course be watching all the let's eat art come in which has been so fun yeah and as the images come in and we see the stuff on instagram and in our email boxes and in the store it's been very satisfying
0: right yes yeah and it's been uh you know we've got like 133 like freaking artists what have we done (laughs) (laughs) Um,
3: (laughs) what have we done when i'm describing this (laughs) to people that are not part of the scene like people at the preschool or whatever i'm just like look Luke and I are a power couple. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, we, have reached, we have reached some, uh, some pinnacle of there, something. There is
0: some epicness happening with this show.
3: Yeah.
2: Can I, can I read you some of the acronyms? Uh, the first episode was called Shit Man, I've Literally Failed. The second <laughs> one was Sorry, Mary, I'm Losing Faith. Ah. Third one was Surrogate Mothers Inspire Loving Families. Number four was So Maybe I Look Feminine. Five was single mom in love forever. Six is should mother incur loss financially. Mm. Smile more if lying fails. <laughs> Sex makes it less formal. Single mom is losing faith, and single mom is looking for family. Oh. So.
3: that's so good, you guys.
2: Okay, all right. Yeah. So that's my nice. five things. Cool, awesome, Dove.
3: Do you have five things, Dove?
2: I d- I didn't get the memo. Sorry.
3: Oh, I should have. Oh, Do I you sh- have one thing?
2: Uh, no, you're putting me on the spot. So
3: <laughs> I mean, we've been doing this for like 20 minutes. You couldn't think of one thing?
2: Sorry, Chicken sandwich? We can talk about the chicken sandwiches I brought for dinner. So there's this place <laughs> uh, called Q's Chicken. Y- you holding this phallus you in my face it. is very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, uh, we moved our warehouse uh, to Pacoima, which is just like a mile north of where we used to be in North Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And whenever I, s- I say Pacoima, people think, like, are you in Orange County or something? Like, uh, So Pacoima is right where the f- 5 and the 170 meet. And, and no so one knows what the 170 is, is right? Yeah. The 170 yeah. is that freeway that goes from, like, the 101 to the, to the 5. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that one. Okay.
1: <laughs> N- never mind. Okay. <laughs> um, but is it called the... Ho- it's not the Hollywood Freeway, right? Yeah, it is the Hollywood that's the Freeway. the 101.
0: The 101 is Hollywood Freeway. Yeah.
1: What is it called? The 170? Yeah. It's just called the 170. I can Google that for yeah, it's you. It's okay. If not important.
2: Um, <laughs> so, you know, being out there in what I thought was a barren wasteland, um, just start looking for, for food. And when I moved to the other warehouse 10 years ago, I, I did all the taco stands. I did all the taco trucks. Mm-hmm. And back at back then, there was... I think it was tacohunt.blogspot.com. I don't know if they still exist, but people would go and, like, rate the taco trucks. And we've, you know, I found some of my favorite tacos in the world. But Mm -hmm. so I start Googling around, and there's this fried chicken place. It's called Q's Fried Chicken, and it has no ratings. And I'm like, I'm not eating here. (laughs) 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 You know, because you hear all the stories about, you know, ordering from places that actually don't exist and someone's just cooking the food in their bathroom or something like, um, and then, you know, your meal shows up and then it turns out it's not from a restaurant. Like someone's just making it. They do that. Sending it Uber eats to you.
1: I've never heard of that. That's crazy. Uh, Yeah. That exists. (laughs) That exists. You know what? Like if you look at sometimes, so I look on Yelp, but I look at by like location. There's some things where I'm like, I see it and I'm like, that doesn't exist. Like the location, there's nothing there. You know, it's apartments. And then they actually have a Yelp review page, like with like a, just a few reviews. And I'm looking at it going, wait, there's no business. I wonder if that's kind of the same thing. It's, Someone's cooking it in their bathroom or whatever you want to call it. And Then they're actually creating a restaurant name,
2: which you know it could be great, but yeah. it's also illegal. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, there's no health and health code or anything. Right. Yeah. Um, I could tell you stories about a friend in college who started a Chinese takeout out of his dorm room. Oh, then, no way. Yeah. Wow. And I walked in there once. He was cleaning lettuce in the bathtub. And I was like, oh, you can't. No, this is not okay. Um, uh, anyway, uh, think... it was good food, though. Um, <laughs> the, so I just waited. And a couple of weeks later, I saw, and they had like, you know, 10 reviews. And they were like all five star reviews. And I was like, okay. And I looked at the menu, and all they have are chicken sandwiches. Chicken nuggets, French fries, and then slaw. It's gonna, it's a yuzu slaw with like little slices of. They take their jalapenos, which I normally won't eat jalapeno peppers, but they're sliced so thin and like interspersed. Paper thin. P- paper thin. Uh, razor blade. with like a razor blade type of thing. And it's a
3: fried chicken sandwich. It's not a fried, just a chicken. It's a fried
2: sandwich. chicken yeah. sandwich. And so one day I just ordered it, and I was like, I kind of saw God. I was like, oh. And um, so I just texted Sarah, and I was like, "Do you want a chicken sandwich?" I, no, I texted her a photo. It's like, "Do you want this?" And I think she thought that I was saying, "Do you want this for the kids for dinner?" And she just replied, "No." And I replied back. I mean, no for Luke, Eric, and you. And she's like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> <laughs> so um, I got the sandwich. Wow! So it's new. So it's new. The place is new. And awesome. uh, they just took over. Some they don't even have a sign up. They just took, it's like almost like a pop-up. They took over like some old fusion Mexican place and, you know, that shitty little strip mall and in shitty Pacoima <laughs> yeah. or some. It's like on Roscoe and some I don't know. I hmm.
1: An incorporated part of the valley, it yeah. sounds like. I have no idea, but awesome. Good sandwich. Yeah, yeah. There well, you, know. you guys all ate it. What'd yeah. you think? It was, was good.
0: good. It was good. I, I was very impressed by this law. You know, I think
1: I, I would have liked more slaw. In yeah, mine. yeah. I
2: actually ordered the slaw by itself, uh-huh. and I couldn't eat it; it was too spicy. Oh, ah. but the slaw on the sandwich is beautiful.
0: Well, I like the fact that it wasn't like a mayonnaisey mess of a slaw. You know, it was just kind of like a light, fresh kind of, yeah, vinegary, right?
2: Yeah, you know, like it's called a yuzu slaw, so mm.
0: yeah, citrusy, I guess. You yeah, know, yeah. And, um, yeah, and the the jalapenos were sliced very thin. Paper thin, paper. <laughs> yeah, paper thin. You know that actually kind of brings up like a pet peeve of mine, and that you know <laughs> it, it reminds me of that scene in Goodfellas where like they're in jail and like you know and you know what Ray Liotta's character goes on about like oh and, you know they would slice the garlic so with, thin with that the razor would, blade, yeah, with the blade, and it would just dissolve, like and, melt,
1: melt in the oil, well, and like. You ever try it? It doesn't melt in the oil. It doesn't fucking melt yeah. in the oh. fucking oil. I didn't know you were going there, <laughs> but I tried it thinking it would, and it does not. It does no. not. No.
0: Garlic does
1: not melt in the fucking oil. No. I guess it depends how thin you slice it. It doesn't matter. It no. just doesn't, turn, it, it it doesn't no. melt.
0: It
3: turns into like a chip then. Yeah,
0: exactly. exactly. Yeah. It's It's so also
3: delicious if it's not burnt.
0: Right, but... We're expecting to throw this like s- like super thin slice of fucking garlic in the oil and it's gonna just watch it break apart. What do you
3: have, <laughs> the Goodfellas cookbook at home?
0: <laughs> no, I've just seen the fucking you know <laughs> the 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 show, the movie so many times, and like you know they have that nice tight scene where they, with the razor blade and the garlic, and you're just like, oh that. That makes sense. That <laughs> <Yep. laughs> no, Paul, was
1: Paulie slicing, right? Remember? Yeah, mm-hmm. It's that big dude and he's slicing the garlic. That's yeah. all he did. And, um, anyway, oh, whatever. What a disappointment. Yeah. But Q's sandwich on yeah. point. Good job, Q's. So, we were
0: talking earlier and we were talking about the fact that this is not your first food theme show.
2: No, no, it's not.
3: <laughs> we did a show, I think, in. 2007 or 2008 at monkey king with plush food called stuffed
1: Mm. oh that's a good name
3: and we we filled the whole back of monkey king with all kinds of stuff and it was like a little store and when I walked into Lucy Sparrow's store last summer at the Standard downtown and I saw all of her stuff, So Your Soul, I saw all of her mm. her bodega full of stuff and I was like, this is it, man. Mm. Like, this was the dream. <laughs> this is what I wanted. And I was, oh, oh Kai yeah. did that poster. Kai did that poster.
0: And Kai yeah, uh, he's actually in the show too.
3: Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, look at you. oh you're Who's on the flicker. That?
0: Kai Aaron's. he is a desi- graphic designer. Um, and he does a lot of posters mm-hmm. and um, illustration. He used to do some painting stuff, but I don't think he does that so much anymore. He also
3: directs music videos, and hes I would call him a color master. He's a color yeah. master.
0: His use of color is really great, and, but he's got a uh, print uh, of a kind of like a dissected hamburger, right? Or
3: He called it the expand witch. Wow. <laughs> um, the,
2: the first thing he did uh, back in the early 2000s was spin art, and... Oh, okay. It looked like that and then based on this design right here he actually made a toy with Monkey King and it had a little Oh, I remember it that. It had a little yeah. lamp in it mm-hmm. and that it. was all based on the spin art. Spin art. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Into spin- he was
3: inspired by the Minnesota State Fair if I remember correctly. The Minnesota State Fair. Never
2: been.
3: But I would like to go there. Minnesota. We could eat there. Fosh show.
0: Oh.
2: The fried butter with Coca-Cola syrup on it and all that. Oh.
0: All that. oh. It must be good if they're selling a lot of it.
3: <laughs> anyway, so we did do a previous food show, and it was it was really fun. Um, it Had a lot of pieces because we were trying to like make a store and mm-hmm. really have it populated. I, I think our
2: dream was to have enough product to have like a cash register and do cash and carry. And we had some cash and carry, but it wasn't uh, a lot. Of it was hanging on the walls and on pedestals.
0: Well, that's actually something that we've been able to kind of are working out on this show, though, right? Like, we are going to have a lot of artwork, but then, you know, through a lot of the artists that you've invited that are are DKE-affiliated. Well, like, you know, well, before that, like, for those of you who don't know, what is DKE?
2: Uh... Uh, Well, DKE is the company I started back in 2000, and it just stands for Dove Kilmer Enterprises, and it was just the umbrella company for anything that was legal in the state of California. Um, But what it evolved into and from is I, I started out selling vintage toys, and by the time I met Sarah in 2000, I think we got met in 2001, but by 2005 when we got married we started a distribution company for designer toys. Right. And we ran that until 2016 and represented over 500 artists, companies, and designers. And then we sold the distribution part of the business to Dispersed um, that is still running it now. And I work for them part-time, just, you know, cracking the whip. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah.
1: Oh, so wait. What vintage toys, it's Star Wars, I'm going to guess, is one part of it, right? Most of it was, sta- was Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, was it like selling on eBay, or or was it selling? Um,
2: most of, uh, actually, most of my business has always been wholesale. Uh, the formula was buying collections on the secondary market, and then taking that and putting it back into retail. So, my biggest customer uh, for years were the Puzzle Zoo stores. Um, yeah, they had a vintage section, or so they're selling it too. So, all yeah. that stuff came from me that was in the back of the stores of the Santa Monica store, or Costa Mesa. And then you could walk into the store and find a peg full of a figure that came out 10 years ago, which you can't really do in any other store uh, unless you went to a convention, but never in that kind of quantity. And so, it allowed. Uh, families, mom's kids to go in there and take this toy that collectively was kind of waning and put it on the shelf to compete with the new Darth Vader that's coming out. And then people would, op- if it's the same price, people would opt for the one that came out 10 years ago. It's got a little more cachet, I guess. Oh, awesome. So that, that was kind of the, the
1: formula. What are secondary market sorry if I'm gonna keep asking these questions, mm-hmm. Luke, but mm-hmm. what's a secondary market collection mean exactly? Um so I'm like, not Is it stores that go out of business? Uh that secondary that are just market holding and stuff or
2: meaning I wasn't buying toys from Hasbro. Right. That would be when you walk into Walmart, Kmart, Target, sure. Toys R Us. Um, the secondary market is basically buying collections from people who have collected their stuff. And have decided, like, I'm done. Do they have multiples of the same
1: figure? Like, they're that hardcore?
2: Sometimes. But also, if you buy enough collections, you get multiples. And uh, sometimes it's old dealer stock. You know, sometimes someone could show up with, you know, 500 Jar Jar figures. (laughs) Um, And there was generally, if the price was right, I wouldn't say no. Um, I mean, Jar Jar was a horrible figure. Uh, But at a dollar, I would take a Jar Jar. And there was a point where I had five hundred jar jars that you know I could not sell, but that was okay having a pile of jar jars and Now that jar jars <laughs> ha- unfortunately or fortunately, depending on your point of view that jar jars actually kind of cool now because not cool in concept or th- but theoretically that the toy itself oh it w- kind of represents
1: w- a, a mistake or something something strange right I don't know about a
2: mistake, but kind of weird I, I'm not even talking about conceptually I'm just saying that yeah. Jar Jar was so bad, <laughs> yeah, that Hasbro stopped making ah. Jar Jar figures. I think there was one that came out around Episode Two, and then it was done, right. So then, ten years later, there's just not a lot of Jar Jar figures on the market. So if you have one, you know, it can get you know 10, 12 bucks. Wow, mm-hmm. which is a whole lot better than the dollar that you couldn't sell it to anyone for. Like if I bought it wholesale for a dollar, like I couldn't sell it to another dealer for a dollar fifty. Wow. they're like fuck you get that away from me
1: but the funniest thing was that's not the gag gift like I'd want to give that to people all the time right. like if, you know sorry state of affairs yeah I'd be like Luke it's your birthday here's a Jar Jar figure Aww. I want to be that guy that has some
0: you are that guy okay, you, don't, you don't even need to want to you're, okay. you're already there <laughs>
1: <Mandy>. <laughs> I want to be the guy that gives everyone a Jar Jar yeah. well like, now you
0: know the man to talk to Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: I don't
2: yeah. have any anymore but oh, uh, there are some also some like really ridiculous Jar Jar products on the market Um, there are these huge Jar Jar like blow-up rafts for like your pool. (laughs) What? That's so weird. Those are fantastic. (laughs) Um, (laughs) There have been some other. um, Oh, and there was one which was my favorite, and I actually saved this in my collection. During episode one, there were fruit roll-ups. Okay, and on the package, what? Fruit snacks. Fruit snacks, but they were fruit roll-ups.
1: They were not like. Chewy, th- it was like the strip, the roll up, mm-hmm. roll up. It
4: was in a small package. Oh, that, that was, Ooh, those, those, come really? those, those come
1: in fruit, those come rolled up now in a small package, mm-hmm. like fruit by the foot, and it's called and stuff. And so, I like that stuff. So. each character had a different
2: flavor, and no one in during the approval process looked at these and saw that Jar Jar was watermelon flavor. <laughs> oh no, and said, This is a horrible idea. Because this racist step and fetch it oh, character man. is, I mean, what kind of subconscious, you know,
4: oh, you God. know, racism was going on? Whoa. And then
2: no one in the approval process, like, caught this. So I do own a watermelon flavored jar jar fruit roll up package. Like a bo- the whole box? Just the one. Oh, thing. wow. That's so weird. Dude. I just, it, it's like a gut punch every time you look oh. at it. You're like, oh my God, like, how does this exist? Wait, do you
1: have one of those? Um, What's the rare Star Wars figure that was like super rare? You know, like the old old one that was on the card, and you know it's, the, you know, it's like almost legendary, right? There's the vinyl cape Jawa. Is that what it is? I, s- I think I saw it on a uh, one of th- you know what is one of those TV cart- TV shows that are about collections and whatnot.
2: Right. So there and was uh, there was a Jawa figure that came out. Is that what it was? Uh, I can't remember now. And he it had a vinyl cape. Only the first run of them did. And then they thought that. Because the Jawa was only like an inch and a half tall and Chewbacca was, you know, four inches tall or from two to four inches. That, and they were all the same price. And they looked at it and they thought like this wouldn't sell. So they changed it to a cloth cape. So if oh. you have a vinyl cape, that's quite valuable. Um, do, do you have one?
4: I do. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> nah, <I'm just laughs> uh, I have one
2: personally. Um, the, I sold most of my vintage collection in the late 90s. Oh, okay. And that put a down payment on this house that you're sitting in right now. Oh, wow. Um, I still kept one of each figure loose, um, but the, all the package stuff I sold.
1: Got in the '90s, late '90s. Wow. Yeah. I got an offer. It was just oh, one person who took all of it.
2: It was like double book at the time. It was
1: it was a, it was an amazing
2: opportunity, and I never looked back. Really. Wow. Uh,
1: but since then, um, this house is probably four times its whatever you bought it for, or maybe more. Right. Probably. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I I how about how about the collection though? It's that's a hundred times well, more. Well,
2: I no, got I'm I got double book at the time, so it's oh, probably at least doubled now,
1: right? Um, that's amazing, though. It, it worked out quite well. well um, you, you, house your family? You know, you guys, how's your family here? So it works. It, yeah. You know, you can't eat a Jawa, but Jawas can eat a Jawa. <laughs>
2: Um, the other figure <laughs> that, that is kind of legendary but actually doesn't, never came out in the store is the rocket firing Boba Fett. And that's oh. the one that's been, I think one just sold for $100,000. Oh my gosh. Jeez. And there's only, there's a few different styles of tests, you know, in the back. There's like the J slot and the, the L slot. There's just, some are painted, some are not. And there was only, Twenty or a dozen of four different kinds, and I remember. How did that come out? Like it, I mean, d- it didn't. It was just a test one. So oh, People test would find gotcha. them. You know, Kenner was in Cincinnati, right? And people would find them at garage sales, and so like, employees taking them type thing. Exactly. Wow. And uh, I think a few just showed up on the market recently. And I remember when it hit about twenty grand, and it's everyone thought this existed. They're like, oh, I need, I'm still missing the rocket firing Boba Fett. Well, it never came out. Uh, I believe the Year after Star Wars, uh, Battlestar Galactica had a Cylon Raider that had shot a little missile, mm-hmm. and some kid choked on it and maybe they died. I, d- I don't know what happened. And so, th- the rocket firing, w- when we got our Boba Fets back in 1980, the rocket was glued in. and right. You couldn't couldn't get it out. Oh, do you have one of those that fire? I don't. Oh, okay. I have a replica that got for like fifty bucks. But yeah, oh, okay. I've, I've
0: seen replicas of it, but like,
2: and it. I don't really, you know. there's a lot of collectors that are really into that they want the original mold and the prototype and the proof and the sculpt and you know the plans and all all that kind of stuff and i i like the vintage toys i'm a fan of the vintage toys i have a whole nostalgia for them but when that figure hit like 20 grand i just said i'm never going to own that and then now it's uh 100 grand wow well, but
0: <laughs> since the distribution thing, you've kind of evolved into this uh, a new kind of a. W- I mean, would you th- would you say that DKE's kind of m- morphed into this new direction of kind of creating these, like bootleg kind of or quote unquote bootleg, you know, figures inspired by older like one is it one eighth scale? Well,
2: uh, they're three point seven five inch, which is one eight. 18th scale One eight eight, okay. One One six th- is like a 12 inch oh
0: okay scale. Uh, yeah.
2: depends how tall you are Luke so <laughs> uh, yeah so, uh, yeah, so uh, now that the distribution part of the company is gone um, you know we used to do San Diego Comic Con every year and the point of doing San Diego Comic Con was you know Sarah and I would go there and set up all these toys and it would be we'd be there for this very like intangible purpose of promoting yeah like a showroom like a showroom yeah and that was fine, and it accomplished, you know, a goal. But it was, it was just debilitating at the end of that, you know, that week when the shows opened for like fifty hours, and you look at it as like, I, I was here just to show stuff, and I didn't sell anything, and then just decided that was fucked up. But we should start selling stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we've always, um, I, I think this, The same year the distribution started was when I bought the Sucklord's first figure. I think it was the Gay Empire figure mm-hmm. in 2005. That's
0: that pink stormtrooper with the exaggerated groin.
2: Yes. <laughs> uh-huh. And he also made uh, a figure called the Sucklord 66, which was basically... Himself dressed up as the suck lord which was a, has a boba fett helmet with the a boom the, box the radio right right like
1: he used to just walk around with that <laughs> right before that, he that was, was his whole shtick yeah, you yeah. Know?
2: um i saw him for years doing that just yeah. this yeah. annoying cosplayer sure. b- blasting this boom box that he, he was like get it go away mm-hmm. um <laughs> uh, but it turned out he started making these cool toys and at the time um when those came out like it was kind of a revelation. It was kind of like a, a "fuck you" to like all the toys that had come before. Um, everyone who was making toys at the time was collecting it. I remember like Frank Kozik was buying them. Uh, Paul from Kid Robot. Uh, all the all the toy makers were uh, were picking up on these. It was kind of like the I always described the Sucklord's work as the you know the 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 chef that has the 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 restaurant that all the chefs go to when their restaurants close and they go eat seal eyeballs and you know you know goat toenails or whatever they eat you know it's just like really fucking weird right right and so these were like the weird
1: toys that all the toy makers bought ah so wait there's an artist artist so this is a the toy, the toy maker's toy. Yeah, or or toy of a toy maker. I don't know what you call it, but yeah.
2: Yeah, so he's kind of the godfather of the whole scene. And we were always selling them here and there at conventions, but it just, I don't know what year it was. Was it 2014, 2015, where it was getting to the point where carrying a vinyl toy at San Diego just got too difficult because it would always either have to be the second version of something or the edition size was way too large, or if it was really good, you know the artistry company would just sell it themselves. Why you know, give us a cut for doing it? They could just sell it themselves. So I had to find something to sell to try and just make back these extraordinary San Diego expenses. And one year, I would say 75% of what we were offering were these carded, uh, quote-unquote, bootleg resin action figures. They're just handmade... Uh, Three and three quarter inch action figures that look like Star Wars, but they're not. They borrow from pop culture references. And
1: they're one-offs?
2: Um, they're usually editions. Okay. They're usually handmade, hand-cast, hand-painted editions sure. uh, art by artists whose medium is action figure, basically. And I, the first night, on Wednesday night, we sold everything. And I called Sarah. I was like, she was driving down to San Diego the next day. I said, please stop at the warehouse and pick up all this other stuff. I had to get more stuff you know, to populate the booth. And then I, I realized we, we had found a niche. Mm-hmm. Um, it it got to the point where the Sucklord couldn't make us exclusives anymore because for the same amount of time, he could sell it at full price. His prices were going up. And why would he make something for us at a show where he could sell it full price? Like, he didn't really need the promotion at that point.
0: Right, he, he had just come off of that uh, work of art show too, right?
2: That was probably around the same time. Yeah. Um, and so I- emerging out of like the dust were you know, dozens of other artists kind of following in his footsteps, right. um, doing the same kind of thing, wanting to be like the suck lord or do something that's the opposite of the suck lord. Or, and uh, it, it started a nice little scene, I guess.
0: So
1: are you the only one that does th- this kind of a thing? I mean, that kind of amalgamates it all and... You know, because there's a lot of people that sell vinyl toys, a lot of people that do all these different kind of uh, handling different kinds of figures and whatnot. But this one's really specific. Uh, I, I think you're. I think the
2: I'm l- the only one that does it on this scale. There are yeah. other galleries that have had art shows sure. that you know include these artists. Clutter has a show called In Action uh, mm-hmm. every year that has a few dozen artists, um, but those could be one-offs. They could be small editions. Um, there there's several. Mothership Gallery has done a few shows like that. Um, there's another small little convention. hope I'm getting it right. I think it's Assembly Required. It's I don't remember where it is. I think it's like in Atlanta or some, somewhere in the south. Um,
3: but we actually put together um, a show that's still showing in Pasadena at Space Gallery.
2: That's true. Uh, there's a show called Robot Remix. Is that still up? That is. Every weekend until September 8th.
0: I'll be wanting to go stop by there.
2: So uh we d- they uh Mark Todd is actually the curator there and he did a um you know entire show of uh there's a whole VR component and then there's 2D art, you know, all over the walls, but then they wanted an action figure component. And so we filled up a whole wall of I don't know, I think I brought in like 30 new artists that have never been at Space Gallery before. And, mm. and, and awesome. Yeah, go check it out. It's
0: in Pasadena. Yeah. So this isn't I mean, like we mentioned, we talked about the food show um, that you did at Monkey King, but you guys have worked both worked together uh, on other shows. I, I was thinking of the Vader Project, but like, has there been anything else as, um, outside of those two major? Because I mean, those are the Vader Project was huge. Uh, I
2: don't, I don't think we'll ever achieve anything as big as the Vader Project ever again. It was, uh, um, I mean, that show toured the world and had. You know, 100,000 people see it and and wound up at the Warhol Museum and uh, helmets went up for auction, had a full color catalog. Um, But, yeah, we've had, I don't know how many shows we've done, a dozen, a couple dozen?
4: Yeah,
2: I don't know. At at all different scales, Mm -hmm. different galleries. We did
3: a Jar Jar show.
2: We did. I believe. Were you in the Jar Jar? I think yeah, I had. I think so. Yeah, there was yes, a book you
0: that you did that yep. was. I like was.
2: I was a designer column. It was called the Ninety Nine Deaths of Jar Jar. Oh yeah, oh, I remember God. that. And uh, just by the name, actually, I remember it—the <laughs> <laughs> name of the show. You know, yeah. kind of inspired by you know one of the old wow. kung fu names, um, kung fu movie names, and it. Uh, every artist had to choose one way to maim, torture, or kill Jar Jar and uh mine
0: was was eaten by the gigantic asteroid worm yes
2: (laughs) Uh, and then the requirement was that it was on an eight and a half eleven piece of paper that it was black and white Mm -hmm. and then we photocopied them and i found a uh what a ditto machine a ditto machine was actually called a spirit duplicator that That was like the old purple like ink looking uh the kids
0: out there do not know what we're talking about at all
2: uh, if you watch Fast Times <laughs> at Ridgemont High, he's trying to sniff the paper to get stoned, but you actually can't get stoned from it. But um, yeah, so we made a, uh, a zine. <laughs> with the it was like this freaking thick. Well, it had a hundred pages. Yeah, yeah
0: I, I still have it. Like in my uh, every time, like I go like sorting through like my uh, my bookshelf, I'll just see that.
2: And, and <sighs> it's like really like this shitty light purple like it's just horrible he like, took all this like beautiful black inks and just turned them into like purple mud
4: mm-hmm.
3: thanks to uh tom at sidekick for helping us with that project
2: yes indeed he's uh, tom from sidekick labs is uh kind of devoted his life to resurrecting obsolete technologies for artists mm. and he's the one who's uh, printed let's say like the Art Hustle cards or the suck packs he found a way to print the cards on that old s- you know chipboard stock mm-hmm. and to make wax packs and uh, he's working on vintage comic books and uh, he's always doing just crazy he's you always should just make the gum the old gum ah. just, just only the gum <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> only the gum Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think in one release he actually bought Packaged gum from tops, and the piece of gum was in a a wrapper. But I think I'm not sure, but I think it was it turned out that it was illegal. Oh, wow. Because you have if you're selling food, food, you have to label it somehow. And Uh, even though it was packaged, and you know how, like, when you buy that big bag of Snickers and you open the little ones, they say not for individual resale. Yeah. Yeah. There's a labeling, and I don't know. So the gum went away. But he made fake gum. He took pink foam and he would print on the pink foam, and then you would get one in the in the <laughs> wrapper and you'd collect wow. it. Like, but then people like I watched Lev from Toy Tokyo like start to put it in his mouth. Like, no, <laughs> it's like this piece of foam is like.
0: Ugh. Well, oh, you wow, know, I mean, like you know, you bite into it and you'll kind of quickly realize yeah. that you're okay. I you hope. Know. Yeah. So, um, uh, like we were saying, this um, the show was carried essentially by the three of us. You know. Um,
2: well, I, I didn't have too much to do with this m- more Sarah's deal here, but I pass me. the mic to Sarah Joe. <laughs> 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 but I did talk to Dove about
3: uh, uh, having action figure guys included, yes. and um, we've, we yep. we we chose some. Um, we made a selection. I think
2: there's like three or four. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm.
3: Suck Lord, Healy Maid, mm-hmm. uh, Killer Bootlegs. And
2: it just didn't seem uh, appropriate. It seems like there's so many other artists that we know that, w- and we always do the action figures at so many other venues. Like,
3: but what I really found that I like is, I, I hope no one's offended by this, but I started calling it like my my little merry band of weirdos, <laughs> 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 like woodcuts and you know, just different medium and ceramics and. Uh, and yeah, there's this
0: guy that like did this gigantic freaking like looks like cheese with pepperoni on it, like ceramic thing. I, I looked at it and I'm like... A Kelschus. Yeah, I was like, who is this? <laughs> <And> Kelschus
3: <laughs> made that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so seeing... And kind of pushing them in a way to do something like... And uh, Dustin Benzing, who made the Colonel Sanders wearing the 3D glasses.
0: Oh, yes, yes. It's a kind of like a wood cut, wood etched... Kind yeah. Of piece. yeah i mean
3: some of these people like they're kind of freaking out yeah like we're in a show with anthony osking it's right. like they're kind of it's kind of amazing for them
0: there's the that's the one good thing about this show is that the i mean like the some of the we have some of the hottest and bigger artists such as like tristan eaton and Zoe milk then we have like very Texali's in it Gary Tex yeah. like, yeah, you know, like he sure. kind of disappeared for a little while, but his piece for this show is fucking amazing. It's really good. It's awesome, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. so good, you know, and then we have like a lot of like, like just people with like maybe like 50 followers and stuff like that, like, because uh, like I'm in the very beginning, like I was blasting out onto um, this podcast, like, hey, food show, you know, this is the opportunity to like, you know. Get into a, do a gallery show and like I've had like a couple of artists from Mexico reach out to me that I've never heard of that are very talented and then like you know some uh, yeah the, the, I think the entire gamut of artists is the, the range is huge on this show.
2: I think the thing that Sarah and I realized with the Vader Project is uh, the biggest names in the show, fortunately or unfortunately, have to. Be very careful with how much time they spend. Right. Um, and if you took the Vader helmet and you flattened it out, it would probably be a huge canvas. You mm. know, three feet by two. You know, the surface area of that thing's huge—like right. three feet by two feet. Like it's a lot of square footage. Mm-hmm. And if someone like Shag painted that, like that would have been ten thousand dollars. Right. Well, that helmet's not selling for ten thousand dollars. Right. Right. So. Um, people like that. His helmet was awesome, but you know, he painted it brown and put the the wood uh, grain on it, and put big you know tiki earrings on it. And uh, but what we noticed is the artists, like one step down. Mm-hmm. Those are the artists that fucking killed it, right? Because they knew they were in a show with Shag and Kozik and Mr. Cartoon and all those people, and they had to. Those are the people that really knocked it out of the park, yeah. Because They're like, hey, I get to be in a show with these people. I'm going to, like...
0: i want to, like, yeah, show that, like, you know, they bring 110%. Meanwhile, like, established names are only bringing, like, 90, 80. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I actually brought 0%. (laughs) Like, you invited me to be a part of that show, and I was just, like, I sat, I lived with this helmet for months, and I was just like, what the fuck? I'm going to do to this fucking helmet. You, know? <laughs> you were in a different place at the time. I was definitely in a different place that time. You know, so you know, but like, yeah. Um, do, you, do you remember the? Do you remember the time where you yelled at me at Monkey King?
1: Oh, tell us about <laughs> that. <laughs> I wasn't there. <laughs> Refresh so my memory, please,
0: <laughs> and please, like, leave. Don't leave out any
2: details. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I walked into Monkey King. You were there. I was like, "Hey, Luke, how's it going? Um, have you worked on your?" vader project helmet and i don't remember exactly what you said but you just started yelling at me and you were like um yay luke (laughs) you were uh, let's say not yourself that day um Uh, and you were uh you're like i don't know darth vader that's just stupid who would do a darth vader and you just kind of just like went off and i just kind of sat there and smiled i was like okay totally understand and the next day i called patrick i'm like can you go over to Luke's house and get that helmet? It's really expensive. I need it back. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I, I don't think he's going to do it.
0: <laughs> I, I it that helmet was like it, daunting. Yeah, it's a daunting fucking helmet. You
3: know, it intimidated a lot of people. Yeah, like, there are some helmets we never saw again.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I'm glad that the helmet got back to you because, like, wait, it, so you end up not doing the helmet? I didn't do it. Yeah, because oh. like I, I didn't know what. I could do, you know, because like... Just can, a
1: bloody bear on the helmet.
0: Yeah, but how was I going to put the fucking ears on the fucking helmet?
1: I don't know. Just don't worry about it.
0: You know, I'm so that, okay. that, was, that was that was the one thing that kind of tripped me up was like, okay, like, how can I bring any of the elements wow. from my character onto this thing and make it like, you know...
2: Well, some people, if they had the skills, would transform it into something three-dimensional. Right. Uh, other people... Just used it as a canvas and just painted a two yeah. D image. I, I didn't. I didn't,
0: wa- didn't want to do that. Like you know, like it's just because it's it would it'd be hard to make out what's going on because of the weird geometry of the 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 thing, you know. So, but yeah, sorry Dove, didn't mean to. <laughs> I'm wow. glad you weren't. I'm glad you weren't still you. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> you know,
3: one thing I want to say about the artists that we sell the stuff we sell at Comic Con and. A lot of the stuff that's going to be in the Let's Eat show is that it's affordable. Mm -hmm. And when people ask me what we sell at at Comic-Con, I say we sell affordable art. Right. Uh, Because if action figures sell for $100, well, $100 for a piece of art is actually quite reasonable. Yeah. And in Let's Eat, we have prints that are $15. Right. So there's really something at ever for at every price point I think in the yeah. show, which is pretty cool. It's
1: always good.
0: Absolutely. The, I, I've been li- going over the 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 list of prices, and they are, you know, yeah, a lot of very affordable, really interesting works. You know, I, I feel kind of bad because the piece that I did and the size that I did, I might end up probably being the most expensive piece in the show. Oh, what
1: about Gary Texali's Must be more. No. No.
0: <laughs> oh, no, okay. It's not. <laughs> I so th-
2: I think it's okay if you're the most expensive in the show, okay? Because there's still the dude who walk or woman, the person who walks into the show and like wants to buy the most expensive piece. It, it's good to have stuff at all price points.
0: Is that true, Eric? No. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me the most expensive piece in the show. And they're like, "Well, here it is." And he looks at it and goes, "What? Like,
1: how much is yours going to be?"
0: Uh, about six thousand.
1: Oh, it's not the most expensive. Oh, I what? think there's more. Who? I think. Um, don't you have list? Anna Bagayan. No, it's more. No, it's not. No. Okay, I thought it was more. It's
0: uh, twenty. It's like twenty five hundred. I think.
1: No, it's like forty some. No, maybe forty three hundred or something like that. Let's fight. Yeah. Uh,
0: I I I, I got to build the price list when I get home later on tonight. I don't know. It's gonna be a long night tonight. I'll be when I get home. I'm brew up a cup of coffee and just start digging through emails
1: and. And then he'll wake so, up in the morning, start watching YouTube. Videos. So, al- <laughs> yeah. So, although although we we explained it, um, Brian Martinez uh, asks, of course. They he, he asked the question that we kind of went from the be- uh, asked in the beginning or mentioned in the beginning is, how did you come up with the theme of the show? Like, was it literally being here? Yes, or- it was. Okay.
0: literally – okay. So this is like i had been in here this 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 kitchen and I've seen the work and I've talked to Sarah Joe about uh, the. Uh, the theme of the kitchen and you know and then so like when we were talking about doing a show like it just kind of came back came came full circle and then during the there was a party that you guys had and i was here and i was looking around and i was like the idea for this show came from you know this kitchen and sarah joe's so i should invite sarah joe to be a part of the show because i only know like so many artists you know um involved who like i'm friends with that i'm not even sure how many of them would actually be good for the show you know i think i'm sure like and you know like if you like see you know their this house if you ever get the the chance like there's a lot of amazing art all over this place i'm sorry for letting the cat out of the bag <laughs> you know. but and you know i, I think you know dove and sarah joe have great taste and you know like i like i appreciate their taste in art and so i wanted you know i i reached out to sarah joe and I, I invited sarah joe to help curate the show with me also because i needed someone to kind of like kick me in the ass once in a while because i i i need and you know I need you need like, a good ass-kicking. I do. I need I need a, a, a poker and a prodder to help me, like, kind Whoa, of... Whoa, that like, sounds weird. <laughs> okay. I, okay. I, um. You know, I... I, I, you know, well,
4: not... you, I don't. Go, I Luke. mean, you're not alone.
3: Yeah. I was I was texting people that I won't necessarily call out right now today and saying, like, hey, did you start your piece yet? <laughs> right, yeah. And, uh, and you know what the text I got back was? You know me so well. <laughs>
1: oh, no.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, there's so many people that, like, you know, that I'm yeah i've I've reached out i I reached out to people like uh last night and whatever and yeah there are people who are like i've got a lot of i'll have like an image for you by th- Wednesday or Thursday. oh my God you know yeah, yeah. and i'm like yeah okay and and no and That's then like, typical re- reflecting Group on myself like I was like yeah okay, I get it, you know i'm you know you're lucky you're not trying to show a, a bigger like you know gallery like that is because you know you you kind of like keep things pretty relaxed sure you know (laughs) 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 you know like online previews are not like a a, um you know a big thing you do
1: no we can't though but this one is impossible i think yeah you know yeah i I have
0: a feeling we'll probably be like photographing pieces at the gallery on On Friday. friday you know that like people who didn't send us images you know um like we've uh, we've sent out a bunch of re- like when started, we started when we got the list we st- we sent out a bunch of reminders periodically and like we would get no replies that's pretty no. typical yeah, and some yeah. of yeah. the
2: paint will still be wet like
0: <laughs> <what>? <laughs> <laughs> well you yeah. know this this you know people Thomas Hahn likes to remind me of like you know back in 2003 2004 me like being in like behind the counter of the gallery with the painting on my lap working on a, the painting at the opening reception <laughs> <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> and like, you know, and then like a, a an hour or two after the opening, I mean, this is not for my, it was like for a group show or something like that. And then like, you know, then like putting the piece in the wall, like what in the middle of the show. And then, you know, at the time, like, because the work was, I was so new and the work was so affordable at the time, like it would just got snatched up like, you know, 10, 15 minutes later. So,
2: but then do you, uh, after you're done painting, don't you coat it with something?
0: Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. So and well, the, the funny thing is, there's been times where I would take the painting off the wall, mm-hmm. you know, bring it back to home, you know, At and the end then of the
2: show, and then come back in the morning after you've coated it.
0: No, and then I would completely change the painting. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, I heard about this. <laughs> you know? Wow. And then top coat it and bring it back.
1: Well, that's not after it's sold, though, right? After it's sold. Oh, after it's sold? Oops. <laughs> you know?
0: But I thought I did something better to it. Like, actually, you know, it's funny because, like, um, you know. Um, did the people know? Well, George and back when George and Eileen were married, like, they have a paint. They have one of my paintings where it started off one way, they bought it. I took it home. I changed it. It's still conceptually the same thing, but it has new details and oh. all this other stuff. Did and it, did they notice? Good. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they noticed. And like they, they even confronted me about it. Like I, think in, I
3: was there. I in, remember this conversation. Yeah,
0: and they showed me a photo on like their phone of like what or, oh, uh, oh uh, a gosh. photo of it, like before uh, and after the the, the the painting they bought, and then there's the painting that they own, and there's this. Like it's a little
4: disconnected. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and exactly. What we and what we don't. You know, I mean, that should be a,
1: um, a a future show that that's like when the art goes up it's not what you get. Like, So if you you take the risk, you're like, I'm going to buy the Luke Chu one. Oh, what a great concept. And then all we'll of a sudden, it. like, you know. Surprise! Yeah. <laughs> so
4: like, yeah, when you pick it up, it's a little bit different, you know? The whole thing is it's a work in progress. Well, you know, like, here, look,
0: yeah. look, I didn't go to a fancy art school. I didn't, like, I was strung out on drugs <laughs> and stuff like that, you know? So, like, you know, like, you're... You know, that that was part of the fun. You know, <laughs> I was bringing the fun. I was bringing, like, this sense of, like, you know, like, what's going to happen with the piece that I bought, you know? And it is a great concept for a show. Yeah.
2: If you've got, like, 10 artists to all do one painting and you put them out for sale, and yeah. then, like, get yeah. periodically over the next two weeks, like, it they change. all change. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You,
0: like, you do, like, work, in, if you could call it work in progress. Yeah. And then, like, you know, it starts off. You know, but as like a sketch or something like that. A good yeah. idea. Like you know. they're
1: all just like pencils on backgrounds. Oh wow, that's even more weird. And you know. Like, and and <laughs> then so like you're, so you're buying it at a risk. Yeah, because you don't know and exactly. Then people will
2: uh, keep coming back to the gallery to see to what's see going it. on. It could oh, be it, it could fine. be
0: done in a in an auctiony kind of way, but like the auction closes like a week before the fun the finished work goes up. <laughs> 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 you know, I mean. Man. So you you kind of have to go in for the gamble.
1: Mm. <laughs> it's totally gamble. Um, oh no. Leave it to Luke to come up with the most fucked up ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have questions? Uh, we already asked them all. Oh. There's oh. just one. Oh. Yeah.
0: I've, I've never uh, This is what you get. Oh, there's a visage. Yeah, uh, uh, he's awesome. Yeah. He he's uh he's an artist in the show. I'm I'm I'm, I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing. It. I think he yeah. might have arrived arrived recently raved. A raved. Yeah. 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 one. You no. Know,
1: so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that was the nineties. So um <laughs> how many pieces are supposed to be in this show?
3: Well, there's over hundred and thirty artists, but some were two did, and stuff, right? Yes. Yeah. I know. some did more than two. Yeah. yeah.
1: And some are some have massive pieces, like I mean, relatively. They're yeah. pretty big. I'm yeah.
3: concerned about the big pieces. Yeah, same yeah there's
1: here. some big ones. Um I, I like to see, you know, bigger than that. Like yeah, there's some Big that There's some
0: two-foot-by-two-foot two paintings. Like,
1: Well, I saw one came in a big FedEx that I think it was about waist-high. Uh, I <laughs> yeah. feel like this I could is put I could put like a 42-inch TV in it maybe. Uh, this uh, is the yeah. kind of show yeah.
3: that you should come to the opening and see everything, but you're going to have to come back another day yeah. and oh, yeah. really see everything because I think the way that we're going to have to hang it, it's going to be a little floor-to-ceiling oh, yeah. and yeah. maybe also on the ceiling. <laughs>
4: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What well, was, was were you talking? Wasn't there certain artists that wanted to like hang stuff from the ceiling? Yeah, we
3: had some potential hangers, but then they were uh, didn't have enough time to complete their wow. their, okay. their <laughs> items. All right.
0: uh, yeah their ambition was bigger than their you brain. Know, yeah, yeah. So, but awesome
1: uh, eyes are bigger than their
0: stomach. Blah blah blah. Yeah. That kind of you know
1: idiom. Of our, so should we sell work? Before the show opens, what's your take on that? On yeah, case? yeah, okay,
0: hell yeah, 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 yeah. of course, get okay. that, get, get that chip well, moving, yep. but like, I mean, you
1: know, logistically, I
2: mean, I can see handling 130 artists, maybe there's gonna be 150 pieces, 160, right?
0: Uh, probably, but yeah.
2: The question I have for you is, how do you deal with the post it show? Oh, I just deal with it, but, but I mean, you have thousands.
1: Um, like 3300
2: And more. then you have like a second opening um, with yeah. people lining up a second
1: time. Yeah, like 440 artists. Was there a 330 artists, Something like that. And then how do you pay everyone? And Just diligently. Just like pushing. <laughs>
2: and, and then what happens with writing unsold with pieces? Like how do you get? Put those in an envelope. Man. Well, I
0: know that every piece, like if people who bring multiple pieces, oh, there man. is a slight number. You have a yeah. you number of them. You yeah, know. on the
1: back. But I mean, this is a cash and carry type of show. But uh, at the end, now I just have to sort it all one at a time, until I figure it all out, like playing concentration, until all of it gets sorted out. Mm. It's a it's a big pain. pain Fortunately,
0: it, the prices are just twenty five dollars each. Yeah, it makes
1: it easier. But the whole thing is sorting the stuff. You know, everyone's names on the back, so we could eventually figure it out. But it takes a long time. Everything has to be handled. That's all. And so, like, so, uh, you, you if, know, if if someone
0: yeah. if someone steals Post-it notes and you don't realize um, it,
2: we have to pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you return the art, you're just putting it in an envelope and sending it back to them. Yeah, yeah, we're not FedExing it back to them or anything. Right. We're just, just putting 50 in the fifty cents and yeah, you have to,
1: no choice. There's no other way unless they come and pick it up. Wow. Yeah. And then half the time, well, not half the time, but a big portion of people they move and they won't tell us. So I mean, oh, I didn't get it. And I'm like, well, here's your address. What's your address? And they're like, oh, I moved. And I'm like, dude. Wah-wah. Yeah. So uh, it'll come back, but it takes months. And I do get them back. I'm like, oh. And the overseas ones, so many of them come back from overseas. Like I mail it, and it comes back, and I'm like, dude, what, you know? Oh, no. Yeah, happens all the time. And then there's a whole uh, big percentage. A de- I can't say big, but big enough for people who just won't reply. So I'll have like 12 left, let's say, or maybe 20 envelopes left, and all 20 of those won't reply to any email. Like I'm like, I want to return your art. You know, I don't have your address. What is it? And they won't reply. You know, I know. Yeah. And they, they only reply if there's a money query. If I say, hey, I owe you money and I want to pay you, they'll write back. But to return post, they won't write back. I and uh, I, and I'll, I'll, I have post-its from like three years ago. And um, I, so so I just, I've m- given up. Maybe you should
2: write that into your contract. That like if if they don't reply, that you get to keep
1: them and donate money to charity or something. like. No, I just keep them in a box, man. It's just dusty. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know but it's a certain t- I mean th- most of the artists that don't write back are ones that I kind of don't know or I've never heard of right. and that's often what, who, who the ones are like if I heard of them usually I mean they're they're ones that are serious they care they'll write back but like you've mentioned it before uh, in a different context but you know the, frankly I think they just don't care and you know if they don't care then why should I up to us, st- you know I'm not going to throw it away but sure. they I, just don't care
2: I also think that there's something happening with email also I think if you're our age, like email is the primary way that you've documented your life over the past twenty years, and you can look back and have this record. And uh, if you're younger, yeah, Instagram or something. You've, you know, you have multiple. I mean, I'm trying. I'm going nuts right now keeping track of, you know, the way artists are communicating with me. Oh, they're all different because I get a DM on Instagram. I get a WhatsApp. I get a. (laughs) <laughs> you know uh, email i get a, a text it's like it's I, I have the same thing uh um, maybe there's about five ways of communicating or something and i, I yeah. can't even i have to search three places to figure out how <laughs> someone
1: yeah. sent me some information yeah mm. but um with f- post-it it is i think most of it is all through email like that's how it starts and then if it doesn't then i don't know but starts usually but starts. i know people who say like they don't read emails yeah then that's too bad they lose an opportunity
3: I know someone who has a lot of
4: emails. (laughs) (laughs) You know what?
3: I I, I dumped,
0: uh, uh, because of my diligence on collecting images and information on the show, I have been able to go through and also work through, you know, unsubscribing myself from a bunch of mailing lists. (laughs) And then, like, you know, I've gone through half of my pile that, you know, just last night.
2: What what was that number say right there?
0: That is an impressive number. What is that number? 19. Wow. Oh. Let's see. Look at
1: mine. What number? <laughs> how <many laughs> is that? 159,913. But uh, those are unread? Uh, I, I don't know. Are they? Yeah, unread. Okay, so. Let me, let so me delete uh, one right here. Every
4: day, you don't go through
1: I do. Problems. I go through all of them every day. And delete what you don't need? I do, but I don't know, how, I don't know where that number comes
2: from, but it's there. That's insane. Yeah. yeah. I have two different people shoving phalluses in my face. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's just very disturbing, but you know, some of it is ones that I know, like new subscriber to my mailing list, and it's like, I'm not going to open that.
0: Well, can't you uh, like select, can't you just select the certain subject and then just go mark all of it? And then, yep, un- un- why it, don't you read
1: it? it? I could, but it's just, it's just there, and I just leave it, but it's not going to hurt me, I, it gonna, hurts me, it won't confuse me or anything. It's just like, whatever,
3: that's magical,
2: yeah. That's an on.
0: insane fucking number. No, I mean, that,
2: that's, beyond, that's beyond the point of no return. Like, you, it, it, you could never clean that up. Like, you would waste, you'd be 51 by the time. Well, you could select
0: it. all and just like mark that. it as red and then fucking.
1: I could do that too. I don't, it just
2: doesn't, it doesn't bother me. That's why people change their email addresses. They're no. like, my oh, I don't check they that one they anymore. To, they just have to
1: toughen up, you know? Yeah. I, can, I can carry 159,000 emails, no problem. Give me more. I could uh, do it. Yeah, it's I, okay.
3: But what if people yeah. are emailing
1: to buy something? No problem. I answer them right back, usually. <laughs> <laughs> usually. Yeah. Well, it depends. Like, I don't know the prices of some of this art, so I, I could write them back, and I'm like, sorry, I, can't, I don't know the price. Hold on, you know, but,
4: mm. yeah.
2: See, I, my emails are like how every email that is sitting in my box, like still as new mail is something that I have to do. It's a task. Mm-hmm. And then once I do that task, and there's some things down at the bottom that have been sitting there. There's one that's been sitting there for a year, and it's something I have to do, and it's got a piece of information that I need. And then once I do it, I can delete it, and it goes away. So it's kind of like my to-do list. Oh, I see.
1: Um, no, nah, no such thing for me. I'm, I, don't need, I don't do it that way. Somehow I make it, so it's okay.
0: Oh,
1: uh, yeah. Except when I text you. You know what? Your texts were going to my spam my spam caller uh-huh. thing. I just undid it. Yeah. I, f- I feel special. Yeah.
0: Wow. <laughs> Wait, there's a spam caller
1: thing? I made one. Oh. But I accidentally put Dove in it. <laughs> 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 there's, a, there's, about, there's about 200 phone numbers in it you know like robo i put right. them in a robo caller yeah, well,
0: do you have that yeah. robo killer app no i don't have it yeah I, yeah I i i decided to download it to try and like because i was getting like literally like six m- seven calls I a did. day oh, I do you too. Know? and does that would, cost money i think it i think there's like a one-time subscription fee and so uh i, I try it and like you know it, like here's all the calls it's blocked for me so far so
2: so it works
0: yeah, it works, but but it's, some still come through because like, if it, it you know I think it goes through a database like you know its own robokiller like mm-hmm. database, and if that number gets shot to you, it'll like check whether or not it's on the database. Well, and you can
2: do that through the iPhone. You can hit block, c- yep. block that caller. Except if they have one of those machines that that masks the number and creates a new number. Mm. That's how the same person can keep calling you a hundred times is they just keep changing the number. Cause when you try to call them back, it never goes back to them. Right. Right. Um, so blocking those people doesn't matter, but like the one person who keeps calling thinking that you're like their grandma, like you can block them and then mm. you'll never <laughs> hear from them again. Mm. But the one, I, and then there's another thing that I've noticed they do is, uh, they call from two numbers at once. In order to kick over into your and one when once you get it on the phone, it hangs up on you. Mm-hmm. But then you look, at, you know, t- five seconds later, and you have a message. Mm. And that's the message is like, hey, it's Pam. You know that money you were looking for? Well, I have it. And you know, da da da. You know, it's like we can get you funding for that. And it's like this very matter of fact kind of. But it only works as a message because mm-hmm. it's a recording. Uh, yeah, yeah. So they mm-hmm. figured out how to call you twice, so that it kicks over and starts recording.
1: Oh that's,
2: fuck? that's fucked up. Mm. God, these fuckers.
0: Fucking phones. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Someone's gonna make that shit illegal. Mm. Uh, but I, I just start th- fucking with them now. Like anytime they call um call the house and I, they say, Hey, you know, we're gonna be in your area and we're gonna you know, or we're a contractor and you know, do you have you uh you know, weatherproofed your house? And I just say, Oh, you're calling a business. Mm. So this is not a home, but you own a home, right? I, like, uh, you're calling a business. It's like, there's no one here that needs this. They're like, "Oh, sorry, we'll you know, we'll take you off the list." And then when they call the business, they're like, "Hey, you know, we have flexible mortgage rates and da da da." And I'm like, "You know, you're calling my house. I who are you?" <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, so sorry, I must have bad information. I'll take you off the list." And it's like, and I figured out how to commit, you know, to fool them into taking me off the list because mm. if you try to say. Uh, what's the line when you're supposed to say?
3: Put me on your do not call list. And they,
2: they hang up on you before you get the sentence out. They don't have to do it. Oh. oh. That's why they hang up on you so fast. Put me on your... K-. You know, it's like, Right. Oh, fuck. Wow. But if you say it, put me on because it's recorded. So if you say, put me on your do not call list, like they have to put maybe you,
1: you have to say it in a really weird tone of voice that they won't know what you're about to say right you know you're like put me on <laughs> <You're> <laughs> you know, they're gonna be like listening going what what
4: <laughs> you pull
1: them you yeah I, I usually just ask yeah. them to
0: take me off their list but like i guess i have to be a little bit more specific about a do not call put me, list put me on your do not call list uh,
2: uh, and then the other thing that i like to do is just act like i'm you know uh Mentally disturbed. Oh, no, <laughs> mm. that, that, those are the best calls. Instead of okay, no. just sitting here in the kitchen, I'm like talking on the phone. They're like, huh? Oh, the guy's man. like, uh, we'd like to come out and give you a free estimate for. I'm like, huh? Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's really weird because there's a lot of them home improvement ones, right? Like, yeah. uh I don't know what is construction addition to you. You're making a doing an addition. Let's just say you said yes, and and you're like, yeah, I I do need a new kitchen. What are they going to really do? I, I don't know if it's real or if it's a scam. Or you know, How are they going to scam you? Like, what are they going to do? Maybe they d- Usually they say, well, we're going to send a guy over tomorrow. And I'm like, who are you going to send? And what are they going to do? Like, is he going to show up with a hammer and just be like, I'm here?
4: Like, I, mean, I'm I really sure,
1: don't understand what they're going to do. Well, they probably sure will they want some sort Yeah, I'm sure they'll give you an estimate. By, I, it's like I wonder how, though. Like, I'm going to watch them. They're gonna, what are they going to do? You know, like they take tape t- measure, they ask you what you need done, and... They're going to be able to figure all that out. Probably they're not going to be there for, like, two hours, right? They're going to just be there for as fast as they can. I'm wondering, how are they supposed to really...
2: It depends how much of
1: their time you want to waste. <laughs> as much as possible, probably, but if I yeah, have The problem it. is, then you it's end your up time, wasting yeah. your time, too. Yeah. 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 No, I wouldn't want them to come over, but the whole point is, I'm wondering, how do they get anything done? Like, how are they fooling people? The, the ones that make me really nervous is when they... Uh,
2: the, the ones that call from like some law enforcement agency, like we're calling from the policeman's oh. fire fund,
4: mm. you know, and it's like, I've if, those if that's
2: real, like, I, I kind of feel bad. Like just saying like, no, like, you know, you don't want to get on the list of people who don't donate to the police. Like when you call 911, they're not going to show up. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> okay. and not Maybe. really, but yeah. Uh, so my standard line with that is like, oh, well, you know, my uncle's in law enforcement. I donated to another, uh, Mm. You, you know, it's like if the police call, you say I donated to the sheriff's already. You know, I'm done for the year. It's like mm. the sheriff calls you, like, oh, I donated to the police. police yeah, yeah. 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 Mm. <laughs> well,
1: that's a good idea. That's a good Thank one. Thank you. Yeah, that everybody. Did you one. hear that one? <laughs> everybody at home. Yeah. <laughs> that is what you say.
4: Yeah. Wow. Brought yeah. to you by
1: Dove. Just <laughs> 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 so you know, you can even say Dove Kellmer says, "Here's what he says." Yep. Right. They're going to really come burn down my house. Yeah. <laughs> How long have we, how long have we been going for? Um, I don't know. Uh, good question. One thirty. One thirty. Yeah. One yeah. thirty. Well, yeah. yeah. Hour and thirty minutes. Yeah. Hour and thirty, 30 minutes. minutes. Jesus. Time for bed. Time flies. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Do you guys uh, have anything else you wanted to you know bring up?
1: There's a lot of silence. Do you?
0: Do you? Well, the opening is this Saturday. Yeah, Saturday, this Saturday, the twenty fourth.
3: At 5 p.m. At 5 p.m. We, we made decided. It longer.
0: Yeah. yeah. 5 to 10. We so. kind of figured like a hundred and like, even if only artists showed up. That's <laughs> you know, a lot of people. <laughs> That's a <laughs> lot of fucking people. <laughs> so, like, in order to avoid the bottleneck, potential yeah. bottleneck.
3: Yeah. And yeah. come see us, we'll all be there. And yeah. Some,
1: some, yeah. some with, you know, like, some people can only be there from like early part of the evening anyway, I notice. And yeah. sometimes I have some people that have kids.
3: Mm. kids schmeds they, they, they,
1: they're, they're they have to be home by like Fucking 7 days. p.m or something like that you know yeah so, well yeah, yeah. It Happens. so this works yeah
0: so cool yeah. we'll be going from uh 5 till 10 p.m um you know it's the, it, the giant robot to sawtell is like essentially the best gallery to throw a food show at because it is in one of the foodiest kind of neighborhoods that's true Los Angeles
2: Sarah and I really like The revolving sushi place Oh I love that place You I mean Kura? Kura? Yeah. yeah I mean it's the not the good. best sushi But it's like It's yeah. so I much s-
1: fun just I say the same exact thing As yeah. you Did you Wait did I tell you that? No That's the exact line I give to everybody That It's just it's so th- much fun It's so it's, cool It's not the best sushi But it, you'll have the most fun Yeah
2: And yeah. then when you like Win the little ball You ever have it, uh, You ever eat enough To put enough plates Sure Yeah
3: if you eat enough You get a prize Yeah, yeah. 15, yeah.
2: 15 plates Yeah 15 plates what the fuck's going on and then a little ball comes out and like you get a little yeah
1: look see the little, a little ball. Legos it, could, yeah. be, Lego it could be it could be different each time though like what I mean it'll upgrade uh, update it could be a sticker even right
3: I got a Doki post-it pad whoa yeah, yeah. with a like unicorn on it right now it's it's, it.
0: lo- this, it's sushi Legos hmm. I know that because oh, I was there a couple those, yeah. weeks ago and yeah. they had them um, awesome, advertising them. So. Yeah, so
3: make a night of it. Yeah, and come out. come out, and then just go eat some stuff, and then maybe put, think about the piece that you put want. put your
0: name down at one of the Tujitas.
3: And you mean, you'll,
1: you'll, it'll be an hour, so you might as well come look at art, yeah. buy some art, right. and then go and eat. Man, celebrate your yeah. purchase. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Right? yeah we're gonna have. Yeah. I think we're going to do some cash and carry stuff. Is that like the, the, the plan? Well, we
3: have some prints for sure. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I'm not actually. Yeah, I, we will see. Yeah, mm-hmm. what arrives. Yep. Oh. won't we, <laughs> we will.
2: all right yeah so, so um before yeah before we started the show we were talking about the theme song
3: <laughs> Oh wait but also the show will be up through september 11th and sometimes people think like it's just an opening and then oh i didn't get to go and i miss it but it will actually be up through september yeah. 11th yes yeah.
1: in, so and you're open every day no we we close monday and tuesday uh, yeah yeah but, but we're
0: open. oh you're open on one of the best art viewing days of the week not sunday
1: yeah. But a lot of galleries are closed. I'm open on Sunday.
2: Wednesday through Sunday. That's fantastic.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, you know, come put your name down at Sujita or whatever.
1: All
0: right. Come look at the art.
2: So before we started recording, we were talking about the opening theme song for the show. <laughs> and, and Luke began to sing. <laughs> and we all thought that it was fantastic. So, so. we're, we're going to have Luke take us out by singing the opening, but this opening will now be the opening of every show from this point forward. Oh, no. Okay, oh ready, no. Luke?
0: Oh, no. Are you, are you recording this, Eric? Yeah, we're going. Oh. And okay, hey, it's, so, it's so hard to do it, like, on... Come on, Luke, go. <laughs> Robot and the bear. Oh, man, I am sucks, dude. Okay, let's start. we got to start one more time.
2: Okay,
0: ready? Three, <laughs> can't fucking do this on call I, I, it, it comes in these weird emotional like like fucking verse you, of inspiration when right. when you thought
2: no one was listening you fucking nailed it dude it yeah i know like a 70s like and it was like
0: Luke <laughs> just <laughs> i just kind of like once i you know what once i have the music in my soul mm-hmm. i just can't i just kind of let it go and let it out and now you know you're 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 we're just gonna end the show on just a huge
2: with a huge disappointment, but that's okay. <laughs> that's Thanks everyone for that, watching. Like, look, that, this, this yeah.
0: is fucking life, of <laughs> <laughs> all life and uh, all things and and great and great disappointments. Robot and the bear.